When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have flown. I have sailed. I have moved about this world of ours. And ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops. In Audio Drama Networks. This is Mutual. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. It's Halloween, and the Transcontinental Terror Express is heading for a dead end. <laughs> I'm Igor, your engineer. And I'm Boris, your conductor. And look what I found in one of the cars. It's a monkey's paw. Don't those bring disaster? Yes, especially to the monkey it came from. <laughs> Tonight's first story is all about the curse of the monkey's paw. But not the monkey's ma. <laughs> oh, oh. Jack J. Ward adapts W.W. Jacob's classic tale of horror specifically for this trip. What would you wish for? I'd wish for another monkey's paw. They would be the paws that refresh. <laughs> yeah. Our second scintillating scarefest is an updated version of Washington Irving's story, The Devil and Tom Walker. I know both of those gentlemen. Presented by Winking Cat Productions and set in the financial crisis of the early 21st century, it tells the tale of a man who makes a deal with the devil. But he has one chance at salvation. No! No salvation! I want a happy ending. Next, we travel to Scotland. Better roll up all the windows. It could get very wet in here. <laughs> we'll be treated to six short, short stories. Oh! I like short shorts. See? I'm wearing some now. <laughs> oh, and that's a sight I'll never burn from my eyes. I'll be glad to help. Where's my branding? These psychological stories were written by C.E. Eyre and read by himself and Jean Grey, who lives in the town of Eyre in West Scotland. Wait! His name is Eyre? And she lives in Eyre? Do either of them ever touch the ground? We all touch the ground eventually. Usually six feet under. Then the transcontinental finale. We return to the cellar. How can a train have a cellar? There's only room down there for rails, ties, and the occasional dead animal. Usually sliced and diced like thousands of Julianne fries. Julianne shouldn't have gone into the basement. Serves her right. Anyway, the drop-dead delicious cadaver quivery. Greetings, my darling fiend. 
brings you a ghostly yarn about heavenly vengeance. Oh, don't say that word. Vengeance? Heavenly. But it's heavenly vengeance from beyond the grave. <laughs> oh, better. I can dig it. <laughs> it's an original play from Pete Lutz called For I Have Sinned. That thief! He stole the title of my autobiography. Have your tickets ready for this final trip aboard the Transcontinental Terror Express. Full throttle to oblivion and beyond. By the way, Igor, if you've been talking to me, who's been driving the train all this time? I slipped a hunk of wood under the throttle. It's called... Oh, don't say it. A dead stick. <laughs> <laughs> The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Without, the night was cold and wet, but in the small parlour of Laburnum Villa, the blinds are drawn and the fire burns brightly. Father and son playing chess, Mr White possessed by radical strategies of the game, putting his king into sharp and unnecessary perils. So much so that his wife could not help but comment, even as she placidly knits and rocks in a chair by the fire. Oh, I think that was a mistake, dear. Catch that wind. I'm listening. It's blustery out there. Check. Would he come tonight? I wouldn't. Mate. That's the worst of living this far out. Of all the slushy, out-of-the-way places to live in, this is the worst. Our pads are bogged, the road is worse. <laughs> what are people thinking about anyway? Bloody town council. Oh, last two houses on the road and they think it doesn't matter. Never mind, dear. You'll win the next one. Ah, there he is. Ghastly night, what? Uh, sorry for the lateness, white old bean. Come in, come in. Oh, get out of the blackened depths. Oh, you'll catch your death out there. Tut-tut, Sergeant Major. We're always happy to see you. Let me have your coat, sir. Uh, no, sir, if you please, madam. I work for a living. Sergeant Major Morris, you remember our son, Herbert. Good to see you again, Sergeant Major. Have a seat by the fire. It'll dry you off quickly, I would think. Whiskey? Uh, two fingers, if you please. Ah, uh, yes. This'll do quite nicely. Mother, bring the sergeant major's boots in to dry by the fire. Oh, please, don't trouble yourself. No trouble at all, sir. S sergeant Major. Mm. Oh. That'll warm the cockles of your heart. 
Father said you're just back from Asia. Oh, oh, too kind. Too kind, sir. Twenty-one years of it. Why, when he went away, he was just a slip of a youth. And now look at him, my darling. Still handsome. Oh, too kind. Too kind. India hasn't harmed him any, has it, Father? I'd like to see India myself. Uh, better where you are. Yeah, if I could only see those old temples and jugglers. <laughs> what was it that you said about a monkey's paw or something, Morris? Uh, nothing. Nothing worth hearing. Monkey's paw? That sounds quite interesting. Uh, well, it's uh, it's a bit of what you might call magic, perhaps. Uh, perhaps a little more of the whiskey. Still chilled from the rain, Sergeant Major? No. No, not from the rain. Oh, thank you, Herbert. That'll that'll do. Glory! Oh. To look at, it's just an ordinary little paw dried to a mummy. Mrs. White? No, thank you. It looks positively ghoulish. Herbert? Ah, it feels as dried as an old carrot. Give it here, Herbert. It's so light. Huh, I'm amazed it survived your trip back. What's so special about it? It had a spell put on it by an old fakir, a very holy man... He said he wanted to show that fate ruled people's lives. Anyone who interferes with fate does so to their sorrow. The spell means that three separate men could have three wishes granted. (laughs) Well, why don't you try it, Sergeant Major? I have. Did you really get three wishes, then? I did. Anybody else wished? The first man wished, yes. I don't know what his first two wishes were, but the third was for death. That's how I got the poor. If you've had yours, it's no good to you then, Morris. What do you want to keep it for? Here. (laughs) I've held your treasure long enough. Fancy, I suppose. I did think I'd sell it. But it's caused enough mischief already. Besides, people won't buy. They think it's a fairy tale, and those who don't will want to try it first and pay me afterward. Well, uh, maybe you could have another three. Uh, What would you wish? Father, the Sergeant Major looks scared of the paw. I don't think he wants it back. Oh, quiet, Herbert. Uh, Well, Morris? I don't know. I don't know... Better to let it burn. (gasps) Father, don't burn yourself. Was it damaged? I'm fine. I'm fine. As is the paw. (laughs) Morris, what's gotten into you? You brought it just to throw it away? If you don't want it, just give it to me. I won't. I threw it in the fire. If you keep it, don't blame me for what happens. Better to toss it back in the fire. Be sensible. No. It's too valuable to toss away. How do you use it? Hold it in your right hand and wish aloud, but I am telling you... Sounds like the Arabian Nights. I'll set the table. Wish for an extra pair of hands for me, Father. (laughs) If you must wish, 
wish for something sensible. Thank you again for stopping by. And for the poor. Remember what I said. Oh, I do. It would be best if... Good evening. Thank you. For dinner. I wonder if the stories of the monkey's paw is even half as true as his other long tales. Shush! We won't get much out of it at any rate. Did you give him anything for it, Father? A trifle. He didn't want it, but I made him take it. And he pushed me to throw it away again. Likely. Why, we're going to be rich and famous. Wish to be an emperor, Father. Then you can't be henpecked. Why, you cheeky... Come back in the parlor, you two, and let's decide. I don't know what to wish for. We've got everything we want. If you only cleared the house, that'd make you happy, right? Well, wish for 200 pounds. That'll do it. Uh, well, uh... Give it a go, Father. What harm could it be? <clears throat> I wish for 200 pounds. Oh, my. I thought the storm had passed. You dropped it. It moved. What do you mean, it moved? When I wished, it twisted in my hand, uh, like a snake. <laughs> the sergeant major put a right fear in father. I'm telling you, it moved. <sighs> well, I don't see any money. No, I changed my mind. It's just an old monkey's paw. I said I don't want it. All right, I'll just leave it on the table, okay? Like I said, I don't see any money, and I bet we never will. It was just your imagination, Father? No. Bah. I guess there's no harm done. It gave me a shock all the same. Well, you'll probably find the cash tied up in a big bag, in the middle of your bed, with something horrible squatting on your wardrobe, watching you as you pocket your ill-gotten gains. Herbert, don't chide your father. His face is white as chalk. I... I didn't mean any harm. Well, another workday awaits. Good night. Night, dear. Good night, Father. Father? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, good night, Herbert. Are you coming to bed? Oh, I'm just going to stay up and poke the fire a bit. The, uh, the paw? What about it? Do you want me to put the monkey's paw away? Leave it. Just leave it be. I suppose all old soldiers are the same, but we listen to such nonsense. Wishes granted. <laughs> how? And if so, how could 200 pounds hurt us? <laughs> it might drop on his head from the sky. Herbert, finish your eggs and let your father read his morning paper in peace. Huh? Uh, Morris said the things happen so naturally, it would seem like a coincidence. Well... Don't spend all the money before I get back. <laughs> I'm afraid it'll turn you into a mean, greedy man, and we'll have to disown you. <laughs> Come here, you. Give your mum a kiss. Take your lunch and get on your way. <laughs> I suppose. One of us has to be a productive member of society when your 200 pounds comes in. 
Bye, Mother. Good day, Father. Don't let your impending wealth go to your head. Herbert will have more of his ribbing, I expect, when he gets back. Maybe he's making up for the money now. He's late by uh, oh, a good 40 minutes, I dare say. <laughs> I dare say. Do you want a beer, Father? Yes, please. It's almost too late for supper. Herbert can make his own plate. I'll leave one warming in the oven. He won't be long. You know, I dare say... Regardless what you say, the thing moved in my hand, I swear it. So you said, dear. So you thought it did. It did. It, it quivered like a... What's the matter? Someone's outside. Outside? Strange little man. He keeps coming to our gate and stopping. See him? Over there. Yes. Uh, Well-dressed. Nice silk hat. Do you know him? No. He's come three times to the gate. Well, he's coming to the door. Oh, excuse me. I was just... Yes, we just saw you by the gate. Uh, are you quite all right? I, I, I was asked to call. Father, did you? Uh, no, I, I never... Uh... Please, come in. <laughs> Forgive the room. We didn't expect visitors. Uh, we're the Whites. Are you sure? Oh, and forgive his jacket. He usually wears it in the garden. I, I come from Ma and Megan's. What's wrong? Has anything happened to Herbert? What is it? What is it? There, there, Mother. Sit down and don't jump to conclusions. Uh, go get your knitting. I'm sure he's not brought bad news. Uh, that's right. Now, isn't it? Sir? I'm sorry. Is he hurt? Badly hurt, I'm afraid. But he is not in any pain. Oh, thank God. Thank God for that. Thank... Uh, can I... Uh, can I... Take your hat? No, 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 thank you. I... I can't stay. I... He was caught in the machinery. Caught in the machinery? Yes. Oh, Father. Hold on tight to my hand, dear. You have to understand, sir. He's our only child. It, It is hard. Uh, no, no. The, the farm wished me to convey their sincere sympathy with you in this great loss. Oh, please understand. I, I am only their servant in just following orders. I was told to say that Ma and Megan's disclaim all responsibility. No, they wouldn't. Uh, they won't admit liability, but in consideration of your son's services, they, they wish to present you with a certain sum as compensation. How much? Two hundred pounds. <gasps>
It's okay, dear. Uh, go back to sleep. But Herbert, he's cold. It's been a week. Herbert's gone. Gone a week now. Where are you going? Dear, what are you doing by the window? Nothing. Come back, love. You'll get cold. It's colder for my son. Please. All right. We were always warmer together. Uh, good night, love. Night, father. The paw! What? What now? The monkey's paw! Where? Where is it? What's the matter? Where are you going now? I want it. Y you've not destroyed it. Oh, it's still in the parlor, on the bracket. Why? <laughs> I only just thought of it. Why didn't I think of it before? Why didn't you think of it? Why are you lighting the lamp? Think of what? And, and where are you going? The other two wishes. Oh, what fool thing is she? I'm coming. Oh, it's the middle of the night, love. The other two wishes. We've only had one. Was it one enough? No. We'll have one more. Take it. <laughs> Take it and wish our boy alive again. No. I'll have no part of this. Good God, you are mad. Get back to bed. You don't know what you're saying. The first wish was granted. Why not the second? It's just a, a coincidence. You began this. Now finish it. Take it and wish. He has been gone ten days now. And besides, he... I couldn't tell you before, but I could only recognize him just... Just his clothes, remember? He fell in the machinery. He was too awful for you to see then. <laughs> oh, oh, now it would be so much worse. Bring him back. Do you think I'm afraid of my own child? Wish. It's foolish and wicked. Wish. I wish my son alive again. Moved. It moved. In my hand, it moved again. The candles burn to a puddle. It's longer than an hour. Let's go to bed. I couldn't sleep. Refill the lamp, Father. I'll get the kettle boiling. All right. Light the candle by the window while I do. Do you want a cuppa? What's that? Uh, it's coming from the front door. Uh, oh, it's Herbert! It's Herbert! What are you doing? It's my boy! Remember, he was buried two miles away! Let go of me! Let go! I must open the door! For, for, for God's sake, don't let it in. Afraid of your own son? Let me go! I'm coming, Herbert! Love, don't. I'm coming! Hold on, son! The, uh, the bolt is stuck! So dark. It Where's the paw? Move. Where did you put it? Father! 
open the top bolt. I wish him away. I, I wish Herbert was at rest. Ah. Ah. <sighs> there. Herbert? Herbert! Where are you? Dear. <laughs> he was here. He was here. He will always be with us, love. But that wasn't him. It'll trouble us no longer. Come in. Come in. Let's stoke the fire once more. Together. An unassuming couple returns to their quiet lives. The storm has passed, as has this long night. Was it their son at the door? Was it a forbidden hope for another chance? The one wish was for wealth, another for a return of innocence, and a final to put an end to the horror that such unearned gifts bring. No more wishes, no more hopes, only regrets left to feed their darker musings. You have listened to The Monkey's Paw, written by W.W. W. Jacobs, and adapted into an audio drama from Jack J. Ward for Darker Musings Anthology and the Transcontinental Terror Horror Series. Starring in tonight's show, Joe Stofko as Mr. White, Sharon Grunwald as Mrs. White, Lothar Tuppen as Herbert, and David Alt as Sergeant Major Morris. The visitor from Ma and Megan was Jeffrey Billard. And the host of Darker Musings is Kareem Cronfley. Post-production and editing by Austin Beach. Music for Electric Vicuna is from Sharon B. Electric Vicuna Productions is a proud partner of the Mutual Audio Network. Thank you and good night. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen, the demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour, bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural... Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com. Mm-hmm.